Welcome to the That Was Weird podcast, a podcast where we talk about how weird it is to be a human. I'm your host, Rachel Kleist, and you have landed yourself on episode one of the That Was Weird podcast. So welcome, first and foremost. Now, if you know me at all, you've probably heard me talk about how I would like to start a podcast at some point. I might have shared a name with you. I might have talked with you about the concept. And it's been something that I've I've really been thinking about for years and have always been a little bit apprehensive to start, partially because I just didn't even know how or where. About a year ago on Christmas, my husband got me a podcast mic. And I think that was one, like a nice gift because he'd been listening and he heard me say many times that I wanted to start a podcast. So he thought, well, if I give her this podcast mic, then that's like half the battle. I think the other reason he gave it to me was also because he was like, you talk about this all the time and please, for the love of God, stop talking about it and just do it. So he gave that to me back in December of 2022 and now it's December 30th, 2023 and I feel like now is as good a time as any to try. I was on a walk the other day with my dog and I had this thought that... My New Year's resolution should be to start my podcast. And I immediately thought that was weird. And the reason is not because I thought about starting my podcast again, but because I'm not really a New Year's resolution type person. I've never been one. I've never really been someone who's been thoughtful about what I would like to achieve or accomplish in the new year or change or improve upon. And it's not because I think it's a bad idea. I just know that I have no follow through with things like that. And I don't want to set myself up for failure, you know, on day one of a new year. So I just kind of skirt past it every year. And honestly, I don't really know a lot of people who make it a big deal or make it their tradition. So I never feel like I'm missing out. But it also made me think, you know, where do New Year's resolutions come from? And why do we do them? There has to be an origin. I thought, why don't we look at the history of New Year's resolutions, understand where they came from, why we still do them today, and the significance of New Year's resolutions throughout the years. So that is what we're going to do on today's episode. Without further ado, let's get into it. All right, so I don't know why I had this idea that New Year's resolutions was like a Western thing that, you know, the United States created at one point. I I don't know why I didn't think that there was perhaps a, a greater origin story for New Year's resolutions. So I was understandably shocked when I found out that the ancient Babylonians were the first people recorded to have made New Year's resolutions 4,000 years ago. Joke's on me. So the Babylonians actually, their new year began in mid-March on the first day of the first new moon after the spring equinox. 
the day when sunlight and darkness are equally long. And that's also when they planted their crops for the year. So it makes sense for it being their the first of their year. They celebrated with a long 12-day religious festival called Akitu, which saw them reaffirming their loyalty to the new reigning king crowned that year. Debts were also promised to be paid to gods and borrowed objects returned to those that they borrowed from. So the Babylonians really used this time to um, think about their previous year and all the things that they um, took as far as debts or borrowed objects, and they were going to promise to the gods that they'd give those things back. And in their tradition, in their religion, if they did not keep those promises, then they would not be looked upon favorably by the gods, which obviously is not something that you want. So I, I would imagine the success rate for the Babylonians were pretty high. So then fast forward to 46 BC um, in the Roman time, after Julius Caesar reformed the calendar, so the start of the new year for Julius Caesar and the Romans would actually fall on January 1st. And I found that fascinating because that happened on 46 BC, and we today still observe January 1st as the start of our year. So thank you to Julius Caesar, who gave us Jan 1 as the start of our new year. Um, January, the name, was inspired by Janus, the god with two faces, one symbolically looking back at the year that had passed, and one looking ahead, which signified sacrifices to the deity and promises to be good moving forward. Much like the Babylonians, the Romans used January 1st as a time to look back on the previous year and make sacrifices and promises to, the de to their deity to be good in the coming year. Now, I wrote this in all caps. My favorite fact that I learned on wikipedia.com is that in the medieval era, the knights took the peacock vow at the end of the Christmas season to reaffirm their commitment to chivalry. And I think, personally, that we should go back to that tradition where we all reaffirm our commitment to chivalry on December 31st. All right, so the Christians got a hold of New Year's resolutions, which makes sense. And they decided to add a little bit of sin to their New Year's resolutions, obviously. So for Christians, they have watch night services where they prepare for the year ahead by praying and making resolutions for the new year. In Methodist Christianity, the liturgy used for the watch night service for the new year is the covenant renewal service. In addition to being traditionally held on New Year's Eve, many churches offer the covenant renewal service on both New Year's Eve and on the morning of New Year's Day. And traditionally, in these services, people would pray and make commitments to God to not sin in the following year. Very similar, right? Like in all in all of these traditions, the New Year's resolutions were focused on praying to deities and promising to be better versions of themselves than they were in the previous year. That is the history and the origin of New Year's resolutions. I was really interested on learning some stats around current current day Americans and 
how many people actually make resolutions, but more importantly, how many people keep their resolutions? An average of 44% of Americans make a New Year's resolution before the night is over. So that means December 31st, they make a New Year's resolution. Only 31% of people stick with the promises they made to themselves the prior year. And a whopping 81% fail by February. So 44% of Americans make a New Year's resolution. 81% of those people fail by February. The four most popular types of goals people set are to exercise more, eat well, lose weight, and save money. So it's all kind of having to do with personal personal change, personal improvement. A 2007 study by Richard Wiseman from the University of Bristol involving 3,000 people showed that 88% of those who set New Year's resolutions fail, (laughs) despite the fact that 52% of the study's participants were confident of success at the beginning. Men achieve their goals 22% more often when they were engaged in goal setting, wherein resolutions are made in terms of small and measurable goals. Examples of this are lose a pound a week rather than lose weight as a general statement. And then this fact I thought was fun. The study found that almost twice as many men, 40%, were likely to claim that they kept their resolutions as women were, 21%. Leave it to men to claim that they kept their New Year's resolution. I feel like women are going to be a lot more honest in that. That is the history, and that's the, the current stats. I found this sentence, though, really interesting. Men achieve goal their goal 22% more often when they engaged in goal setting. And the examples of that was like lose a pound a week rather than losing weight. And I kind of want to park here on this because that is, that is, I think, the reason why I don't set resolutions. I think a lot of people say, I want to lose 10 pounds, 20 pounds in the new year. That's a great goal, especially if you need to lose weight or you want to lose weight. I think it's it's very admirable and that's exciting to say out loud. But when you just say something blanket like that, like, hey, I want to lose weight, even if you get specific, like I want to lose 20 pounds, even if you get like action oriented and say, I also joined a gym, unless you have a plan in place you're probably going to be one of those 81% in February that have already failed. I think a lot of people make resolutions in private or in secret and they don't actually tell anyone or don't take it very seriously. And so, of course, you're not going to succeed if that is how you're managing your resolution. Rather than saying, hey, I want to lose weight, you say, hey, I want to try to lose a pound a week. And here are the six things I'm going to do to do that. I think every resolution needs to have an action plan in place in order for it to be successful. I don't think you could just say on December 31st that I want to do something and then expect it to happen. You really need to put thought and effort into it. I love the idea of of if you're going to start a resolution and you want it to be something weight-oriented, you kind of say, okay, here are the six steps I'm going to take in order to kind of get to the first part of that goal. Like if you're a sedentary person, right, and you say, I want to lose weight next year, the first would be, hey, I'm going to start walking two times a week for 15 to 20 minutes a day two times a week. Um, and then you you go on from there. If you're successful in that for a month, maybe then you say, okay, I'm going to try, I'm going to go to the gym and, and do weights. And I'm going to do that two times a week for 30 minutes. And then you just keep going forward with making those actionable steps towards your goal. I don't think a lot of people are willing to put that type of effort or thought into resolutions. And so that's why I find it really interesting that I think a lot of people make resolutions because it's something that you do, but they really have no plan in place for making it a reality for themselves. 
you know, I wish that we could go back in time to the Babylonians or the Romans and and measure their success rates with their resolutions that they made because they were making promises to their gods, to their deities who are either going to bestow favor on them or not based solely on whether or not they achieved those things. I'm imagining that their success rates were a lot higher. As we head into 2024, if you're thinking about a resolution, first off, understand that these have been made, uh, resolutions have been made for the last 4,000 years. So you're not uh, in the minority of people who will, who will do this. But rather than trying to set a goal that is really high or really grandiose or really intense, maybe set some small goals for yourself for the coming year. Set around things that'll make you feel good, make you feel more confident, make you happier. Maybe they're not so focused on weight loss or things like that, but instead maybe it's, I'm going to meditate more often. I'm going to choose to look for the good every day rather than focus on the negative. I'm going to call a friend and see how they're doing and ask them about their life. Or I'm going to go on a walk in the sunshine and get some vitamin D. And I'm going to do that and make that a priority once, twice a week, every week for the remainder of 2024. I think that if you do something like that, you will have the opportunity to one, find yourself a little bit more successful and hopefully be able to look back at the following or in the new year for the next year and go, hey, I made some incremental small changes that really benefited me. And I'm excited to set goals that are similar in the coming year. I think resolutions have become such blanket statements that we can rethink how we want to to shape them for ourselves. And so yes, maybe we're not making promises to any gods or deities about returning debts or borrowed objects. But we can maybe make little promises to ourselves that we're going to be better versions of ourselves or maybe just happier versions of ourselves in the new year. I don't know much. I'm not really qualified to be talking about this, but I do think it's something to consider as you're thinking about 2024 and what can be different this year versus last. So I'm not going to set a resolution this year, but I will say that I did think about starting a resolution this year and it was to start my podcast and I did that. I've actually successfully completed my 2024 resolution by December 30th of 2023. So, you know, if you want to be like me, set goals that are really, really easily attainable. All right. That was weird. Thanks.